Now entering Nerdist.com. Honest to God. Life found a way and he gave the baby. All right, cool. Thank you for Jonah Ray Dio can't make it man your headphones are certainly not on let's put some headphones on you did you do a spell check <laughs> we're headphones kick the tire all right we're head- oh you have you one headphone me? we're both headphones you hear me now yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Check, check. Well, Microphone so checking. We've been, we've been recording? Yeah. All right. Leave it all in. This is, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll come back and we'll talk to our guest. Uh, this is Narcissus, spelled G-N-A-R, uh, Narcissus by this new radbatical band I heard called Mutoid Man. Please enjoy it. <laughs> Because he doesn't have a microphone and everything keeps breaking and no one likes the way this podcast sounds because of Cash Hartzell. Cash Hartzell is our producer. Hi, guys. Cash, Hi. Say, Hi. Say hello. I'm going to wave. All right. To uh, the podcast people. 
Neil Mahoney is here. Hey. Stone cold sober Neil Mahoney. I made a mistake on the last podcast, and uh, <laughs> we can address it at some point. Sure, sure. We probably maybe not now. Yeah, Adam is not here. Uh, he is. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think he's depressed. I don't know. I wish I knew. No, he's no, working. No, no, he's working. <laughs> that, does, that sounds like a lie. That sounds like a lie. <laughs> I feel like we. Like, it's like oh, I got wow. all this paperwork to do. You know, they're lying. We've come in. I feel like we've come in at the like chapter break. Where <laughs> major things are about. To, yeah, well, like a, yeah, after a cliffhanger. Things yeah. Keep on, the, the thing is, this is the worst, the worst podcast. Um, <laughs> there's podcasts probably about other podcasts. No, I'm not even saying probably. There are. There's podcasts that just review like Comedy Bang Bang. It's and true. Never Not Funny and WTF and Harmontown. And that's all that podcast is. This is worse than that podcast. <laughs> uh, our guests today are uh, two really awesome, hilarious people that are just here hanging out. The no, couch we're con- always here. No, wait, we, wait we're here every week. Cash booze. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think it. Cash. Pr- oh. No, I get it. I think he left the booze off the soundboard on mm. purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, our guest is uh, you. You've seen him in Whose Line? He is uh, the comptroller on Harmontown, which is a podcast that I've I've seen once, which is rare to say that I've seen a podcast. Yeah, you've never, never done it, have you? Never done it. We, you got to come on and do well, it. Well, you know, I, I, I get my fill of Harmon not making eye contact and clenching his fist around me uh, enough at parties. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If I, that's <laughs> everybody. That's absolutely Well, everybody. thanks for having me here. That's Jeff Davis, everybody. Hello. Jeff Davis. Yay. Jeff Davis. Thank you. Uh, first time I saw Jeff Davis on the TV was he was playing John Larroquette's son. Is that correct? I did play John Larroquette's uh, son on a TV show that nobody saw for one season. I saw it. I think I might have. I was a huge Larroquette Lara maniac. Yeah. Larroquette. Uh, Lara, you were a Larrahead. I was a Larrahead. Let's figure this one out. What Lara, is the Larrahead? Lara, 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 a Larrakook. Larrakook. Larrakoket? No, Lara Kook is like an yeah, old Lara. surfy. You are a parrot head for John Larrakett. <laughs> a man. Cat he really did take all my. Yeah. All good. the negative ones are off the. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Don't oh, worry. Okay, thank you. Don't worry about it. I got it. Uh, uh, nice. Uh, Lara, Lara, oh, we'll figure it out later. Our other guest tonight is, uh, is, is a man, a childhood friend of Jeff Davis's. That's right. Uh, he's from the <gasps> Super Ego podcast. Uh, and uh, he recently on a Volkswagen commercial that I went out for and felt pretty good about. Until uh, they <laughs> made the observation that, oh, we don't think you can move from the uh, trunk to the back seat of the car as you are six foot four. And, yeah. Uh, too much weight. I uh, know that. That's w- why I like to think I didn't get it. Matt Gorley is on the podcast. Everybody Hi. We can talk about that because uh, I, 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 your name came up when I was on the on the shoot for that, too. How so? Who? How did that Just basically saying, like, you're too tall and I was short enough to... If you were in that trunk, you would not make it look roomy because you were just <laughs> <tall. laughs> That would not be a selling point. Because yeah. the whole point was you could kind of hang out in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that's what's funny. <laughs> like, I made that, uh, I, I said that out loud during the audition, and I saw the faces drop of the people. You made were, them realize it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you made shot, them realize they the weren't going to cast dude. you. I'm real bad at auditions. I'll, I'm also the kind of guy I was, I was Sounds like, like, you're afraid of success. Yeah. <laughs> I think I am. I think I, I kind of take it I'm away the from same myself. way. In fact, I. I had quit commercial auditions and through a long story ended up back on this one and I literally went in going 
I'm going to do what I can to not get this wow. and not care. And boy, is that ever the magic formula. That's what they want. <laughs> yeah. But then you can't go back and try that again. No. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't work twice. You, yeah, yeah. It happens for one time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then you go in with a little bit in the back of your head like, I got the secret on this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going out to a bar. It's like, I'm not even going to look at girls. And, and then you just do nothing but exude the idea of wanting to have sex. I, I did commercials as a kid. My mom was a stage mom. And, she, and I, since I was four years old, would do commercials. And I got the very first one I went out on and I thought it was just easy shit. You, went, you, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. you just roll in there, you, you eat some cereal in the car and, you, know, and, uh, and you, you pop in there and you say, you say the thing and you get the job. And then I stopped acting for like, like college and then came back into it and then got the first commercial I, I went out for again. Jeez. But it was, it was the only time in my... No, that's, that's nightmare not true. Was this Mad Balls? No, that was... Yeah, Mad Balls when I was 13 or 12. Oh, I love Mad Remember Balls. the Mad Balls commercial? Remember the Mad Balls? Little spongy, it was like a yeah, spongy yeah, baseball with a face on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you go on YouTube and you, and you click on Mad Balls commercial, you can see me twice. <laughs> It's, uh, mad, I, I, balls, well, mad ball, fun for one, fun, fun for, for all. all. We play with ball. Oh yeah, it was like a uh, circus freaks yeah. type chant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Matt and I met in seventh grade yeah. at, in, uh, at, in Whittier, balls, California. Gross for one, gross for all. He's watching we the commercial right now. Are you juggling? Yeah, I am juggling. Oh, kids, you juggling there? Not not added value, special, you special like, uh, skills. You look like a young Christian Bale. I see. <laughs> Christian Bale. Yeah, you got a little Christian Bale. Like you're actually more handsome than Christian Bale in uh, uh, Empire of the Sun. Wow. I like yeah. to think when so, you went on this that you had that four picture composite of your different <laughs> things. Oh, and yeah, at, yeah. at the bottom of your resume, special skills, juggling. That's our boy. Well, <laughs> I did have the four picture back composite, and I have all of my headshots from when I was a little kid. Oof. And, uh, um, Series of bad haircuts and uh, <laughs> on the back, there's special skills and like that, but it didn't say juggling. But I went in there and I was juggling in the hall because I, ta- I taught myself how to juggle oh, wow. when I was a kid. You know, just to turn that shit on when there's <laughs> people around. Yeah. Well, I think they asked, they asked uh, if any kids can juggle, that'd be great. So I was like, Can I juggle? Because I was in a play for like a year and a half, and there's a lot of downtime when you're in a play for that oh, long. Yeah, yeah. So I taught myself how to juggle. I'll like, say it. He was on uh, The King and I with Yul Brenner on his last. Tour. What? I did, I, I did Broadway with, with Yul Brynner right, right before he, uh, he he died. That's crazy. So we were leaving New York. He was he, right before he died. He died One of my favorite Stephen Malcolmus songs about Yul Brenner. Is that right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's it called? Uh, I don't know. Yul Brenner was killed by a little kid in the last <laughs> tour of his life. But I was standing in the hallway and I was like, Made it look like I, w- I, w- I was just juggling and I could do a bunch of tricks and stuff like that. And I think you know sometimes the casting people will walk out to go take a pee. And somebody saw me juggling. They're like, can you wait until everybody's gone? <laughs> and I was like, 17 hours from we now. We were leaving to go back to L.A. because I was done with being on the road. And I, was, I wanted to come back and be a regular person again. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, and I got the thing. And they flew me back out to New York. And, and, and to this day, there are still people that went to high school and or junior high school. That was junior high. Yeah. With Matt and I. There are still people that call me Mad Balls. <laughs> <laughs> He was on an thing. episode no. of Highway to Heaven, and do you remember when that aired? <laughs> oh, I was just Our trying to get some map throwing him under the bus. I was like, Corley was taking notes. I was. Great. No, yeah. I'm going to bring this up once we're, yeah. we're past no, it. It was, it was, it was like, book. I was the main, the main dude on an episode called Codename Freak, and I was the, the main the Doogie Howser kid that freak? goes to college. I was the yeah. I was the uh, like a, a genius that goes to college and, and gets tossed around by my football playing roommate and Michael Landon comes down and saves my bacon. But the oh, best wow. part was that when this aired our woodshop teacher shut down woodshop class oh, for a day going that. like 
he was starstruck by you. He was, and he was asking the oh, students, wow. he was asking the rest of the students, do you have any questions for him? I, I, and I, they ran out and he kept going, like, well, I have some questions. <laughs> oh, no. Mr. Bachman. Mr. Bachman. <laughs> we were outside Mr. Bachman's All classroom thumbs when, Bachman. when Space Shuttle Challenger exploded. At least I was. Oh, I was walking to the uh, office and Ralph Buddha Panilla, uh, Pania, Padilla. Yeah. yeah, he goes, hey, this the Challenger just blew up. I went, no, it didn't. He goes, yeah. Anyway. Did you know what the Challenger was right away? Oh yeah, we were big. Oh, it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the first model I ever built. Was the uh, was, was the, the Challenger Columbia. exploding? That's pretty horrible. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> the rest of the thing that you, you built. Well, well, it's easier to build something exploded. The smoke balloons. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Did you commit to it after school that day? Did you come home and smash it? Uh, <laughs> I mourned. My joke was like cuter. Yeah. I was watching it in an auditorium full of very small children. Were you? And we all went, and we had all never seen a spatial launch before, so we were like, cool, I guess this always happens. And then the secretary ran in and turned the TV off and was like crying. We were like, oh, wait, so oh, yeah, that happened. Didn't, you didn't have any concept that that was not No, I was in like happen. the third grade, maybe? Fourth grade? Third grade. Yeah, it was a, it was a very immediate, I remember just like, oh, it's gone. Yeah. As opposed to the last time a shuttle like got destroyed, there was a, just confusion for everybody. Like, why is it just a bunch of skipping yeah. smoke plumes? Because yeah. it was just, it burnt. It was coming down as yeah. opposed yeah. to going up. It broke yeah. up on the way in. Yeah. I went uh, to the last, or it was supposed to be the last uh, launch of the shuttle Atlantis. They ended up adding one more mission to it, but I got to go out with a friend who was a big, big space nut, and they let him access to like as close as civilians are allowed to be to the launch site. No way. Um, right on the pad. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw me. They say that it's actually within like a mile and a half or something like that. With I think I forget the distance. Yeah, it's, a, it's Matt Myra went to the last. It's one. fatal within a, within a mile and a half. Holy it's, shit. The, the, the noise, noise. The noise is so oh. loud. The pre- compression or whatever it is. The sharp sound waves. Or I don't know. It's actually uh, it'll kill you. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. Matt Myra went and said uh, it was the, like the last launch, and so there was a bunch of people there. And then also NASA had a uh, a contest, like a Twitter contest, and. He won. One wow. of, he was like one of the people that Matt got Myron? to go. Yeah. What did he, from tweeting something good? What uh, do you mean? I think it was, I think, you know, to, to be honest, I think it was a thing where it's a, they realized he was a guy on a popular podcast and uh, could mm. easily, like, you know, bring it attention. Yeah. Uh, but but Matt's a crazy NASA kid. And so yeah. he, he went and he says uh, he started crying and he wasn't sure if it was the emotional aspect of the final space launch or just because of how fucking weird it felt being that oh, close man. to a thing. Like, you know, just yeah. kind of, I guess pressure's got to be way off right there. Yeah. Because I cry yeah. on planes because the pressure is off. I just, sure, I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah I'm a too. I, I, when it went up, I was standing next to my friend Jerry Cohen, who's a director, and uh, he, he's going to go up in Branson's, uh, uh, was it Galactic? Oh, Galactic X. He's like, he, he will be... Uh, I forget what number he is, but he will be w- within the first thousand people in space. That is incredible. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and so <clears throat> he's like, he, when he, is that going to happen? I think <laughs> next year, maybe. How are they going to? So the people are, you know, they go into zero gravity area. They're just chilling out, cruising around because they're yeah. just going to orbit a couple times, right? Yeah, the, the, I think the, the the flight plan is like you're only up in zero G's for like. Few minutes, I think. So they, do they let people out? And just, uh... you, you, I think they're they're going to be able to unbuckle and uh, and cruise about. See, and that's the thing. Who's going to be in charge of making sure people don't you know bump into each other or bump? Into each other? <laughs> yeah. They go through a lot of training. I think they're doing the vomit. It's going to be a pinball uh, machine. That that zero G plane. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Parabolic. They shot a lot of Apollo uh, thirteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. 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 I'll be damned. And uh, <clears throat> which is what I thought they did for gravity, and was very disappointed when I found out they didn't. You know, you could tell. 
Her hair wasn't moving. Yeah. Yeah. Her hair's not moving? Yeah. I thought it... Oh, because they... But they have it... I, I, I pissed a lot of people off on Harmontown by coming down on gravity. I didn't like gravity. <laughs> you and Neil deGrasse like Tyson. Huh? You and Neil deGrasse T. Yeah, Neil deGrasse yeah. Tyson did not appreciate yeah. it. Well, I, think, but yeah. he, he, I think he was coming at it from strictly a science flaw thing. Yeah, yeah. And that, there was a lot of... There were a lot of little, like, niggling things that kind of irritated me, yeah, but care, that was Careful, careful with that word. <laughs> uh, uh, there were a lot of black people in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> that was his I, main problem I, with I, gravity. I went to I went to a largely black theater, and it was a real theater. bummer. Oh, my that. God. Okay. This reminds me of the Creepshow 2 story. Oh, God. Uh, which is like a story that I've tried to like. I go, my friend Jeff oh, has yeah. a story about Creepshow yeah. 2. Right, it's and, not even my yeah. story. It's our friend from Comedy Sports from years back, Frank Maceo. I've told this story a million times. <laughs> Frank's probably told <laughs> the story told twice. Have you Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, wait, we, I don't we, care. We, we, told it, <laughs> we told it early on on Harmontown. I don't even know if we were podcasting back then. Oh, that's right. It was just the last yeah. show. <laughs> that, that was the last time I saw it before I was on it. It was before it was being podcasted. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, Do you want to hear this story? Yeah. I, I I need the story. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. I, I, I tell... For I, all the Jonah Stories get along with me. There. They can get away with me. If you want me to speak, like, flash I, can, light. I know it. I can bring it back. You okay. tell it and I'll, I'll so, check it. <laughs> our friend Frank, Frank Maciel grew up in Minneapolis and he went to a theater and, and it's the theater in this neighborhood that he, he went to was almost completely a black audience. And fun, you know, people having a good time, shouting at the screen, you know, doing stuff. And this is a creep show too. Yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the, be- the the lake yeah. tar, the, yeah, the, the oil monster the second, on the lake. The second one, yes. which is and the uh, and it's, it's, yes. for me, it's the only really, really, it's the high mark of uh, of the creep show vignettes. Yeah. I think it's the best. Cre- it's like that one vignette. Uh, yeah. That one story it makes Creepshow Two better than Creepshow One. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, 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 I the agree. First and third one in Creepshow Two yeah. are just the worst. Yeah. Wait, is the third one "Thanks for the Ride, Lady"? "Thanks for the Ride, Lady" is is, is good, yeah. but only in retrospect. Which one's really? meaty or shit in? That's that one's, the first. That's one. the first. Yeah, one. That one blows. It's the George yeah. Kennedy Indian wooden Indian. That's oh, yeah. uh, Chief Wooden Chief Head. Yeah. 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 Which one mm-hmm. is uh, Tom? Uh, sorry, what's his name? Uh, Leslie Nielsen. That's and, the uh, first one. That's the first one. Oh, yeah. buried in the sand. Yeah. Oh, oh that's Ted right. Danson. Oh, that's Ted right. Danson. And yeah. Julie Haggerty. No, but that's Leslie Nielsen. I'm just American making Leslie shit Nielsen's up. <laughs> just yes. flat out yes. making Sorry, shit up. I've yeah. never seen these. Oh, you so guys, I'm really entertained. You've never seen these. Who's the girl that gets buried in the sand with Ted Danson? Is it Julie Haggerty? No. Who is it? It's not. He's just thinking of her because he said George Kennedy and he was in airport. Yeah, and I maybe. She was in and airplane. Leslie Nielsen, too. Hold on. <laughs> and then it's Hal, Hal Holbrook thing under the stairs. That's true. Uh, Hal Holbrook quick, thing uh, under the stairs. My favorite uh, Kennedy um, uh, performance is as the overexcited buddy in Cool Hand Luke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. George oh, Kennedy. 50 years. He's overacting like a just a <laughs> it's weirdo. Insane. Yeah. And he's just like. Covered in sweat. Oh, yeah. Luke, yeah. Luke, oh, Luke, you can't fifty. Oh, you a real shaker. <laughs> Just stay down. Like, he's in a different movie. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. different he's doing movie. a cartoon. He's doing he's VO in, for a cartoon. He's the buddy in an eighties road trip comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's Everybody else is being pretty small, including is it Strother Martin, right? The guy. Yeah, with, yeah. Like he's being really small in that. Well, George Kennedy here, is in not says, so like, cool. The... Hand Luke. <laughs> weird, weird guy, Luke. <laughs> Who is that woman? So Frank. Maciel goes to see by uh, by himself, I believe, a creep show too. And in front of him is a father and son. And I'll put the father. I think he said like you know early forties maybe. And the son is like a young like eight year old kid, too young to be in the theater. But you could go with your parents back then. And so black father and son in front of him. And and the kid it won't stop throughout the first vignette. 
asking a lot of questions of Daddy. Daddy, how come I'm doing this? Daddy, how come I'm doing that? Daddy, why did you leave the car door open? Daddy, why is there someone out in that lake? Daddy, why did you do this? And, and he just won't stop asking questions. And finally, the father turns to him and goes, I'm watching the same movie you are. <laughs> and the, whole, the whole theater hears that. He's really loud. And, uh, and now everybody's quiet. He put the cooler on the whole theater. Yeah. <laughs> he put the foot down, and everybody respected that. The so. woman is Galen Ross. Well, Man, I'm trying to tell a story. Do whatever you want. <laughs> um, so, so now, no, now nobody's talking throughout that vignette, and the people are getting eaten by the oil slick monster. These, these teenagers all swim out to this raft in the middle of a lake. Yeah, it's a little cold. It's uh, but it's uh, yeah, it's worth it. You they're know. being eaten one by one, and then the, 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 then it's just down to a guy and a girl, and he, she falls asleep in the raft, and he tries to, I think, rape her. Yeah. yeah. He pulls up her sweater. You get to see some nip. And, <laughs> and then the, the thing comes up to the slat. Spoilers, everybody. Uh, comes up and pulls her down. And he takes that moment to go, fuck it. I'm going to make a swim for it. Real quick, I want to just really harp on the fact that it's an amazing scene. What happens is that he's trying to like suck on her titty. And then she op- she wakes up. And she's like, why? And you think she, he, she's saying, why are you sucking on my titty? And then she turns her face to see that the... The sludge monster has started to tear apart her face on yeah. the other side. Oh, that's He's got it. He freaks out. It's a great commentary on how uh, date rape is less important than a oil <laughs> slick creature. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then so he sees that. And so he, he he makes a swim for it. He's athletic. He's the he's the alpha guy, and he's swimming, and, and the thing's coming after him nice and slow. And, and he makes it up to the beach, and he just in time, and the thing just stops there at the, at the edge of the water. And he gets up, and he crawls up a few feet, and he's out of breath, and he turns to the sludge monster and goes... I beat you! I beat you! And then there's a beat, and then again, spoilers, the thing comes, jumps out of the water like a big tidal wave, and just goes and scoops him down into the water. Now the father that had (laughs) reprimanded his child and told him to stop talking does the amazing bit of leaping to his feet (laughs) and saying this. Not just like, oh shit, or get out of there! This is what the man jumps up who had rules about doing this in theaters, goes to his feet and says, Damn, I wouldn't have turned around and talked to that big jello. I would have boned out. (laughs) (laughs) Which is awesome for the following hundred reasons. Um, To go against what you told your son uh, and to be be moved to that is a a guy that clearly is into film. Uh, But also, I think he illustrated to his son, like, there's a time and a place to break that rule, and that's with extreme poetry. He doesn't just just cry out. Yes, he doesn't go, oh! He he goes to his feet, which is great. Yeah. uh, Going to your feet and and declaiming is great. And also, he doesn't... he doesn't just react. He gives advice. <laughs> I wouldn't have done that. I would have done the other thing. And, of course, the final fucking cherry on top is using this, my, one of my favorite phrases of all time is I would have boned out. I, I, I've said that now because of that story. I go, let's bone out. Oh, no, you, you, you must bone out of places. Oh. Also, the fact that is his brain in fear works so fast that, like, it's like, like you said, I wouldn't have stayed there. Yeah. And then to like also give a cute new explanation of what this oil sling thing was. I would have hit jello. the ground fucking running. I would have been in the, the next county. The black jelly. <laughs> oh, jello. As Dan Harmon points out, he goes, the thing that kills me the most is the thing that scared him to the point of doing all this stuff is something he refers to himself as a black jello or a big jello. <laughs> big that's, jello. That's, that's his nightmare is a big uh, jello. Oh, I love it. I love my, it. One of my all time favorite stories. We'll be right back with more Matt Gorley and Jeff Davis, the wacky comedy. 
comedy duo from Long Beach. Um, this is uh, uh, this this is this is great. This is Archie Bronson outfit with the song "Magnetic Warrior." When I hear the song, I think about a, a coked up guy walking a dog. I don't know why. <laughs> Bronson outfit with Magnetic Warrior off the album Coconut. Um, so you were you guys have both been out here your whole lives. Yeah, in Los correct. Angeles, 
and uh, you said you used to go to Jabberjaw shows. Did you as well? I mean, no. Where did the split happen in your friendship? I want to know that. <laughs> well, we you did guys have a break split. Up. We did have a split. Yeah. Now, and for some reason, the details are pretty fo- uh, foggy for me. Yeah, same here. I think it was just was one... it over a girl? No. What the healing So how young were you guys were in middle school together? We met yeah. in seventh grade, okay. and then we became pretty inseparable. We hung out all the time, and then we were we were besties. I would say pretty good and solid before eighth grade, right? Yeah, and then somewhere around ninth through like eleventh grade, we didn't see much of each other. And then I, one of you started getting laid more. Or no, what no. <laughs> well, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I, I lost my virginity when I was twenty-four. I have yet really? to find it. But you're so handsome. <laughs> have you been looking for it? Huh? You've been looking for it? No. Okay. Well, I, it, there, I can give the, my side of the explanation because I was. Becoming a pretty shitty person. I, I think uh, my mom you died. We were going I was, through some tough. My things. mom died when I was thirteen, and I think that I kind of buried that down. And when I got to college, or, I mean high school, I think I started. And I talked about this on, on Elizabeth Lame's uh, totally uh, lame. totally lame. <laughs> um, that I started kind of hanging out with a, with a kind of a weird element. I had really good friends like you and Sam Smotherman and people that were like thoughtful and kind and smart. And let's creative. just put it this way: he went from hanging out with me to having dreadlocks. Ooh, yeah. white guy with dreadlocks, yes. totally lame. Yes, that's pretty. I, I, like, I was hanging out with Brandon Morgan, and we were, we were bodyboarders. So I was always. I mean, they were like I didn't like go get them done or anything. I was just at the beach a lot, and they were kind of they weren't like either they weren't even good dreadlocks. Believe me, I. I'm very well aware of white guy dreadlocks. <laughs> oh, yeah? I grew up in Hawaii. Okay. And, uh, w- yeah, I, no, it's depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what year is this about? This would be freshman year, ninety. What eighty? Freshman year of college would no, be high school. Uh, yeah, eighty-eight, right? So, so eighty-eight dreadlocks at this time was uh, cutting. Uh, who was rocking? Who were the white guys rocking dreadlocks in this time? <sighs> Tony Alva. Tony Alva. Yeah. Tony Alva didn't get dreadlocks until Bob like, Marley. The 90s, he's, I thought. He's not white. What? Mm. He's not white. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I know with that Tony Alva thing, real quick, uh, I saw uh, the, my, my favorite graffiti I think I've ever seen. It was in uh, Silver Lake. It was way up on top of a church roof, and it said, uh, Rodney Mullen equals Picasso. Wow. I, I can't. It was just not script, just print letters. It's a bold uh, fact. Yeah. Yeah. Likes his freestyle skate. <laughs> he does. Uh, anyway. Stock cap. Yeah. I, I, th- I started to kind of drift away from like like uh, and towards some friends that are, that were like a little violent of uh, ill repute. Uh, uh, yeah, like uh, thieves and you know scoundrels and scalawags and shit. And well, they, you were in Long Beach, a poor town. No, a lot is, of this is Whittier. Whittier. Yeah. Net. There's nothing. Nothing. nothing I got on that. Don't go. Don't oh, go. and actually, here's another crazy thing. Sean Cole. Uh, That's right. We've talked about this. Yes, I forgot to mention this. Sean yeah. Cole from Sunny came home. Yeah, uh, Sean Cole who was in <laughs> that's no, Sean Colvin. Okay, yeah. 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 Sean Cole. Sean uh, he, went to, he went to Granada too, right? He went to Granada. Yeah, and he went to friend of mine. I lived uh, like in San Pedro with him, and like uh, he was uh, in FYP. Now he's in Toys That Kill. He's a great musician, great dude. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, but that was a crazy. Now here's a little sobering news. Sean Cole was a year older than us, and Mike Cole was in our grade. Do you remember him? Yeah. He has since passed away. No. Yeah. No. He had um, some sort of severe asthma, and he had a heart attack. Hey, hey, hey. hey really, really brought the podcast. Yeah, to, but, but that's like so. So high school happened, and I was kind of like had my, my my fingers on a lot of different social pies, like so, some kind of cool people, some kind of not cool people. 
You were just and, trying to figure something new out. Yeah, and I, I, I don't I'm know. trying to use the term social pies. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> um, which are for sale after the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, a mismatch. But then we became you get a social that disease. When college started. He went to Cal State. Well, it's senior year of high school. Oh, that's right. Comedy that's sports. Com- oh, and, and plays. Yeah, Macaroni right. is responsible for me being in uh, back in back in acting because I stopped doing it when my mom passed away. So I didn't want to do it anymore. And so Matt is the was the catalyst for dragging me onto. The improv comedy stage. So he ruined the rest of your life. Yep. I, I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> I do so too. You, like you found out about comedy sports. Uh huh. And where was the comedy sports at this time? It was just a sort of uh, festival thing. It was in its. I think it's, it was in its second year, and you could perform in it in high school, and then perform against other schools and then it would be like a varsity sport where you would play in the championships and oh, then fuck, that sounds awesome it was and then was our good. senior year we won we won the whole southland deal it was you me jim barcher and then a like a usually like a rotating fourth person right yeah who's a little blonde guy mikey harris, harris, mike harris. or like karakita we did one show you know now this would, this would have been my second or third time ever doing improv and it was still horrifyingly like frightening and scary and we went to an all play an all girls Catholic school in La Cañada. Mm, yeah, and buddy. Oh, hold on. I, I got some, I got <laughs> yeah, some just, stories. About we, were like, we were like settle the in Beatles out there, man. Because no there, there, there were boys on, like, <clears throat> at the school, and we were doing comedy, and it was just like it was on. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we were absolutely incapable of closing that door. <laughs> yeah, no, useless. But there was they uh, were doing a production of Midsummer Night's Dream, and their Oberon dropped out. Now, if you know this play, Oberon is the king of the fairies, but he's like a, this. Just the role you were born to play, like ridiculously sexy man. He's got to be partnered up. uh, What? Doing some more sound drops. (laughs) I was listening to Matt. I didn't hear what Jeff said. So that guy dropped out. I was five feet tall, and they said, "Why don't you come play this part?" And I had no business doing it. And uh, I, I could only describe my costume as wearing a pineapple on my head. And, uh, That's it. Uh, Matt, Matt and I were also, as should be said, uh, we were little guys. We weren't. Yeah. Well, I, I was starting to grow. You were big at that point, but skinny, but, yeah. but I had this part, and my line was my gentle puck, and it was the opening night at an all girls Catholic high school, and I said. My gentle fuck, <laughs> and I because we had joked about that I would do that, and then and, and then I did. It was a, <laughs> it was a horrible, horrible expo. Anyway, I had a. I was in all boys high school. I had a, uh, there was an all girls high school down the road, and they did Bye Bye Birdie, and they had to just entreat guys to show up to play these parts. <laughs> and I had a friend that that uh, went and got the role of Conrad Birdie. But he could not sing. So this is the guy that's supposed to be like the Elvis version. Yes. In in the 1950s. And he would go up there and it was just... You got through his four songs with just fucking grit and determination <laughs> uh, that they were putting on a play and they needed to make do with whatever they yeah. had. Like the, See, at this point, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that he can't sing. We're going to some smile. dicks and balls on this stage. <laughs> the audience actually had talent to get through his. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Were, After the show, the, when you're talking the to the him? cast, would throw flowers at the audience. They'd bow. The audience got up and bows. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was in two plays in high school. I was in a. Uh, Crazy Camp. Uh, what? Uh, I've said this before, uh, but the scene... That's a Tom Stoppard, isn't it? That's Tom Stoppard. I was looking shocked. for the same joke, but I couldn't think of a single legitimate <laughs> theater reference. <laughs> 
up. Sound of music. Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> also, Crazy Camp seems like someone that's just trying to do a really family, like a family-friendly version of a concentration camp. Is it spelled story. with two Ks? It's spelled with two Ks. God, I feel, I feel, how did I know that? I feel like Crazy Camp is the name of that's the, how crazy it is. the program they're doing at that gay club. From the birdcage, like oh, you yeah. see, oh, crazy yeah. camp. It's, uh, yeah, crazy camp does sound like a gay review. Yeah, and I played a banker, Mister Twilliter, and uh, I was uh, was real bad, real bad in it because I was just I was a giant compared to every other kid, so I always got these adult roles. So, but I was like just baby faced and high high pitched voice. Like it was no, no, my size was the only ah, thing. Governor, God, glad you could make it. Hey, hey everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Settle down. Money to the bank. <laughs> All of us, Tower every of one of us, that means must be adults about the whole matter. <laughs> the second I, one I did. The second one I did was uh, it was boys and ghouls. What? Yeah. Why, why were you all like weird spellings and pun plays in <laughs> Hawaii? I don't know. It was like I was in an all I was in an all boys school, and then the, like uh, down the street was an all girls school, and then so it was just like oh. we're like we need something. What, that, I'm sorry. Where, where is this again? What town? This, this is, well, this in this town was uh, this was Kaimaki in Hawaii. All right. Yeah. I, I uh, used to be this uh, scenic designer at a high school, and it was a performing arts high school. And there was this sweet little boy who was probably five feet tall, blaze red hair, and he had that that speech impediment where you can't pronounce your R's. And he was playing Hamlet in a scene. Oh. And, and not, not, not for a paying audience. Just like, just like, yeah, but it like should have been for a paying audience for two <laughs> reasons. It was really funny, and but also he gave it all by the time it was done you were with him 100% but he would do the scene with Ophelia and instead of words 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 he'd go words 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 get into a nunnery go and, and some I, I, yes it is because my just, little brother had it that's just a speech impediment well that's what I mean yeah that can be learned out or prayed yes, out yeah <laughs> or prayed in if yeah. you want to curse someone. That's true. You want to put a curse on I'm it. cursing you right now. Oh, see, it hurts. Yeah, the curse hurts me. <laughs> Go we stop. My little brother had Welcome it. Welcome to the <laughs> You're a goo. Gee, he would say. Um, let's uh, let's play one of uh, a song from your band. Holy shit! <gasps> How about that? Not yeah. your band, but a band you're associated with. Can you tell us about them? Yeah, this is the <laughs> journeyman from our fake country western band from the Super Eagle. All right, you want to bail on the bit right away? That's fine. <laughs> oh wait, okay. what? I didn't, didn't catch it. You what? 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 <laughs> it's just a hangout. You said. It's a hangout. He says everyone's gonna have fun. He says. Uh, so this is the journeyman, which is uh, uh, from the Super Ego guys. Yeah, it's it's you. Jeremy Carter, Mark McConville, and Jimmy Blades. And depending on what song, we had some guests on there. What song are you playing? Well, I don't know. It's really up to you. But as far as I know, the journeymen, uh, they're a country western legend. Shunt McGuppin's first met country western. <laughs> I'm not even trying. <laughs> Put on a little. Country what? western what? legend. What? Shunt McGuppin first met country western firebrand. Mutt Taylor in a barroom brawl. And her guitar great Cubby Louderborn. And multi-instrumentalist Jimmy Blades, and the rest is American history. The night ended with four broken jaws and a most marvelous country rock supergroup ever. Formed the goddamn journeyman, Boogie Woogie. Put on a little Leaving on a Dare. Leaving on a Dare? All right, this is the journeyman with Leaving on a Dare. Let's all take our pants off. Yeah, you yeah. got none of that? I don't Matt, have the Why didn't you ask for all the stuff if you didn't put anything on it? Because uh, I thought I could get it out of there, I couldn't get it out of there. I get yeah, it. You out just of record it like we. You got doubles of like half the shit on here. All right. 
This is the journeyman. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. I like to fuck, I like to screw, I drive a tractor, trailer, truck, and thank you. I take my cores in a paper cup, I like my whores all gussied up and powdered. Darling, if I am leaving, I'm leaving on a dare. And sweet thing, if I'm unfaithful, that doesn't mean that I don't care. Get on your ears, light up smoke, and it's been years since I heard myself a decent old Dr. Joe. Let's head out west. Got a damn invest in the gal and best that I'd like to call Sugar, if I am leaving, well, I'm leaving all a prayer. And pumpkin, if I'm unfaithful, that only means the life ain't fair. Journeyman with uh, Leaving on a Dare. Here's the uh, sound of people liking it. How did we all get in Right. Now let's get real. Um, oh, it's time for uh, music news. Do you have any? Uh, do you have? Do you have a uh, thing? Do you nope. have any of that stuff? Nope. Okay. Time for music news, guys. We got one joke in from Mike Henry about. Oh, sorry. One news story from Mike Henry. The biggest story in music this week, where is that fucking plane? Actually, Courtney Love thinks she knows. Oh. Courtney, like a lot of people, has been poring over online si- satellite photos looking for the wreckage of Malaysian Airlines MH370. And earlier today, she tweeted a photo of something in the ocean saying, I'm no expert, but up close, this does look like a plane and an oil slick. The photo she posted is compelling, but there is still no official confirmation that Kurt wrote all the songs on Live Through This. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else happened in music this week, and I am already drunk. That's your music news from Mike Henry. <laughs> so is, is there a picture, in, in that satellite picture that Courtney Love took of, the, of this image, 
Is is there also a blurry image of a uh, of a suicide note from the captain in her handwriting? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, she she killed those people too. Bitch. Man, she can't she can't not be Courtney Love for even just a minute. She just has to mm-hmm. in, yeah. throughout her life. She just gets more. Courtney if Love. she had talent and she doesn't, her talent would be not being Courtney Love, and she has no talent. She so, yeah, that. no, that, yeah. circuitous, yeah. but it makes sense. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't thought about her in a good long time. But As like, well, is, yeah. is this her bid at, at relevance? See, like, like I think like, she's just going well, up think, in it. Yeah, her Twitter account's kind of. One of those ones people follow for weirdness, right? Yeah. yeah well, that's the same with uh, fucking uh, John Cusack. That guy. Wow. That guy. That guy I like his though. Is he, is he round at the bend? What's going? No, he's just like a lot of like um, like Snowden and like yeah. you know he's very like he, uh, followed my girlfriend and then didn't son of a bitch yeah i know (laughs) but you get the feeling uh, same thing happened to me with tawny katane where i think certain people get on twitter and they honestly think oh if people follow me i somehow have to follow them back like facebook or something yeah Yeah. and then they realize about a month later that they don't and then they unfollow a bunch of people yeah yeah. Yeah, i had steve martin follow me for about 45 seconds (laughs) (laughs) really yeah but you, haven't you worked with him a bunch? Yeah, I, I did a show with him a long time ago, and uh, I ran. What was the show? It was called the Downer Channel. The Downer ah, Channel. Yeah. Steve Martin and uh, was a producer on it with uh, uh, Steve O'Donnell, uh, the great writer, and uh, right. Vernon Chapman wrote on it. And oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, I remember watching. I enjoyed that show. I, uh, I I remember I got tricked into. I wanted to see it. I was I was living on my own. I didn't have TV, and my friends like, "Hey, you can watch that show you were talking about tonight at my place." And I came over. And he was having a Bible study group. No, he what? Yeah, oh, yeah. he back, suckered you into back watching the Bible, do you, man? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, when are we gonna? He's like, oh, we got an hour. We're just gonna hang out. There, I, I'm fascinated with things that exist in the universe as as unique, and that would be I'm going to sucker someone over to watch the Downer Channel show for a Bible study. That happened once in this universe, and you. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was an odd one. You know, uh, Neil and I got into a, a fender bender the other day. Oh yeah, we got rear-ended we on got Sunday. Rear-ended. Uh, we were going to we we're going to a bar, and I was in the left-hand turning lane. Okay, well, let's back up a little bit. We we're going to a restaurant to get some food, and uh, <laughs> uh, a man, restaurant, a man, uh, Hyperion Public. Uh, it was during the day, and yeah. it was, we were there for food. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, some Good guy r- ran into, just ran into the back of me. We didn't even hear screeching tires. Of just, yeah. Were you injured? I feel a bit sore. Oh, like, sue the shit. Who, I, was, who, who was driving? I was driving. He was driving. He was in the little car, and then if it was in my car, it just would have gone under us. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What do you drive? Before, do you drive? First, I have a pickup truck. Drive oh, I have a Honda yeah. Fit. <laughs> and then also, like the first thing that came out of Neil's mouth was like. Your glasses flew off. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I, now I remember that, but I, I, I didn't remember that until now. <laughs> Can I just, there are four out of five of us with glasses, and we four laughed. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Jeff had no you just don't know. No, you just don't know. Hey, Papa Nano's here. Hey. And he's not wearing glasses. Thank he's God. Glasses, so yeah, it's, it's finally here. Is it a microphone? Oh Where's the oh, extra? I think I figured it out. Did you figure it out? Hi. I think Matt, so. Nice to meet nice you. How are you? Thump that. Check. Yep. I figured it out. Cool. I fixed it. Hey, Paul Bonanno. Hello. You oh, know, it's so funny that we're talking about the car accident and oh, Paul okay. Bonanno walks in because Paul got into a uh, car accident that got him into a coma. Oh, no, I didn't go into a coma. I just couldn't make new memories. My brain would reset every five minutes. What? Uh, like the movie Memento? Memento? Like Memento, yeah. Seriously? Like, Has that yeah. cleared up? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I always use it as an excuse when I forget people's names. Hey, right, Paul yeah. Bonanno's here! Hey! hey! 
Uh, yeah. So he, I was in a car accident, and I would forget things every five minutes. Yeah, you wow. got uh, you were in a passenger seat, and a car pretty much just hit you. Yeah, went through a red light, and then uh, every five minutes I'd go, "Were we in a car accident?" And my friend would hold up a picture For of the car, long? and I would say, "Yowzes." Every five minutes. Houses was always the word. It was always what I'd say. You, you also went back to 1928? Apparently. <laughs> wow. Apparently. I don't think I've ever used the word yowzas except in that scenario. And except in that same scenario. You would show him another angle. <laughs> try a different picture and you go, Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's just, that's insane. That's insane. But here's another crazy aspect of that story is that <laughs> night, uh, him and his girlfriend, uh, Ended up breaking up. We got it. We, the breakup conversation after the accident. Before the accident, we broke up. Uh-huh. I went to a party on the way back to my apartment. Got hit by a car. Came back. You, I have no memory of it. Did you, you have no memory of the breakup? No memory of That's it. That's the and way said, to do it. The, but didn't you say like a like yeah you know, like a month or so later you're like wait did we get into a fight the it, night you, you it was like a week later and I was like. I was very so very confused. I'm like, well, so why weren't you in the car again? Like, oh, she's so like, she, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. I'm like, so, so she just friends. showed up at the hospital, and you guys were kind of back together, or you were broken up, and you no, it's when when I got back to the apartment. She, we didn't tell her I was at the hospital. My friend oh. just like brought me home and was like, I can't deal with him anymore. Your turn. <laughs> and she didn't, oh, be- wow. she didn't believe him. She was, she's like, we're out like strip clubs, getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so she had to test me, and then I kept saying yowzes, and uh, she's like, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> something's wrong with him. Do you wow. still say yowzes? Now I do, yeah. Every five minutes on the hour. <laughs> wait, wait, every five minutes on the hour. <laughs> In some places, that'll make sense. Hey, he snores it. <laughs> yowzes. Yeah. Do you need a beer? Yeah, sure. You know what I hate? Uh, uh, car, uh, car, I mean, no one likes car accidents, but I think I'm... I do. I'm really... Uh, <laughs> Matt likes them. Um, you should hang out with these guys. <laughs> um, I hate when they're in movies and they're just used as like a device where, like, way into the movie, someone's just walking down the driveway and just gets boom, just gets blindsided by a movie. Like, so that's adaptation. a new thing, yeah. yeah I, it's, I, it's, it seems like such a cheap yeah. shot, and it's, I, it, it drives me crazy when, when movies do that. Yeah, if it looks cool, I'm kind of on board with it, like an adaptation. Yeah. I was like, I've never well, seen that a car, so I like that. to kind of do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. now yeah. everything does it that way. Um, yeah, that that is true. There was a, but what's the fucking movie that there's Meet some, Joe Black? No, they do. there's some movie oh, where, where it's like yeah, it's like no. it's, it's like a girl and a guy street. like almost getting together for a long time, and then she goes riding her bike. They get together finally, and they have a kid. And then she rides her bike and gets hit by a car. Kramer uh, City of Angels. No, yeah. yeah, it's called Crazy Camp. I think <laughs> Crazy Camp. Boys and Ghouls. Boys and Ghouls. Was that one of the sketches from <laughs> Creeper Show? What was Are the you, plot of Boys and Ghouls? Was it a Halloween-themed show? No. Was it Vampire Loved a Normal Woman and they had to make love at dusk? Oh, you know what? It was, uh, it was <laughs> no, a Vampire Loved right a Normal that. Woman. <laughs> what? Uh, Four children. You've seen this. Uh, no, I'm, I'm you living. You spell? You I still think you're talking about City of Angels, and you just think the angel played by Nicolas Cage was a vampire. No. Is it no. Lady Hawk, but with doing it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was, uh, I was, I was supposed to be, it was like a bunch of like, you know, there was like Lady a wolf man, a vampire, there was, uh, and I was, uh, I was supposed to be like a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> I was supposed to be like a Frankenstein's monster. Uh, and I wasn't that good at it. Because I brought too much charm. Oh, yeah, you weren't, you weren't said. dead enough. Yeah, so, so then they uh, so then they put me in an Gene Shalit says <laughs> Jonah Ray they put me in an ape outfit, and I just would run in every once in a while and pick up a girl and run out. 
And then one time, I, uh, I like backstage, I would be waiting. I would like pull the mask up and put my glasses on, just kind of wait for that other, you know, the fourth time I had to come out. And it was at the very end where it's like I, I lost, like I would, I just kind of got real dazed and wasn't really paying attention. Then like someone came back, and they're like, "Pick me up." And I just picked him up and I ran out without the mask on. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so I was just this guy in a furry outfit running around. Who is this charming gentleman carrying that person? Yeah. It's weird, I'm but he I'm wasn't charmed. The Frankenstein monster. <laughs> that hair suit fella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, had a Matt and I have both worked at amusement parks. We worked at Disneyland together for a while. And, no uh, fucking way. Oh yeah. And uh, before that, I worked at. The world's shittiest summer. Well, that's not not, not not true. My shittiest summer job of all time. I was Harry from Harry and the Hendersons at Universal Studios. Oh wow! Ooh. And uh, Southern California heat, Valley heat. Yeah, hundred and one degrees. Wearing first a layer of like of spandex with with some leg and arm muscles. Mm-hmm. So that the full tight bodysuit with leg and arm muscles. Then over like a chest piece, the big foam latex foam affair that was all the shoulders and chest and back muscles. And then a Pull up, one hundred percent yak fur. Oof. Really good costume. It was an awesome costume, and then a mask that was fitted to your face, so the, the eyes are your eyes. Like you, you can, yeah. you, and, and your jaw could work the jaws. It was really on you. Don't forget to mention the layer of character that you wore. <laughs> well, layer. I mean, that's do you, how, how much? How, how long is this? That's the thickest layer <laughs> yeah. of all. Oh, I, I was yeah. deep. I was deep into this. That was what, like what three was, inches of goose down. Yeah. It was one of my favorite. What, what, like when I was a kid, I wanted to move to California to be goofy at Disneyland. You don't. You don't? No, 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 no. Oh, I, really? I know I don't. But like when I was a kid, I thought that would be incredible. I was I'm tall. I'm only going to get taller. I want to be goofy. You are goofy height, as they can say. I, I am. Can I guess? Height. Can I ask you one question? That I believe they if, if they don't ask you this at the job application for goofy, I should. do no dance. Do you, do you enjoy being kicked in the balls all day long? Because <laughs> kids just be aiming for Goofy's balls, man. Are we? Uh, are we in a yeah, safe, safe place? Yes, yes, of course. Okay. I would love that. <laughs> 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 You're hired. Talk to my wife. <laughs> You're hired. But we, we, we would come off the stage. Off stage, a, a, a universal off stage. That's, that, that's, the, stage. that's the biggest yeah. lie they ever fucking yeah. sold you. <laughs> You're in showbiz, kid. Yeah. 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 I made it. I'd go behind the fake the fake wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I go behind the thing, and you come back out, and you had to wear latex surgical gloves inside the oh. the, the, the costume gloves because if you didn't, and you stood there with your arm at your side. It would fill with your own sweat, and so when you raised your hand, it would come out oh, oh, oh. and wrist, and it would dump all over somebody's head. And when we we came off, like it was a half hour on the stage, half hour on the set, on the in the park. <laughs> God damn it! It was really a great job. Uh, and we go back to the, our shitty trailer, and you you you, you spent a half hour getting as much Powerade in you as you could take. Wow! And when you took the latex, that's robot, by the way a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of shit going on in those breaks. His name, his, his name was Tony, and he was, he was tough but fair. Um, you take the glove off, and it would you would be there would be a steady stream of sweat off your hand for like four or five seconds. It was so it was really rough. But one day. No, no. Twice I got to be Frankenstein in the park, and that was awesome. Really? <laughs> let yeah. me let me do you a quick one better. My girlfriend Steve, I mean Amanda. That's <laughs> weird. Uh, she play. She was one of the Whoville people in the okay. Grinch show, oh. and so the prosthetic piece that they put over your nose is attached to the bottom of your upper lip all the way up to the bridge of your nose. Oh. And so if you have a cold or you have any kind of discharge from your nose, it's in there. 
from the beginning of the ship oh, to the end of your oh, ship. God. And the stories of them pulling out the prosthetic and draining oh. the snot. And so I, I, ran up, <laughs> <laughs> I ran into a makeup lady Thank who said that. the Grinch one time got a nosebleed so badly that it, it started perforating through the, the prosthetic during a show and just blood started sh- sort of seeping, seeping out oh the side God. of the uh, snout of Grinch and children were crying. I Why is the Grinch getting angry? <laughs> I would have boned out. I remember one time I was at the MGM Hotel and theme park in Vegas and I saw just a nondescript dinosaur guy yeah. it was just it wasn't they you know they didn't really seem to have the rights to any specific characters but they still wanted you know characters walking around the park of mgm and i remember seeing this dinosaur just in a casino at, in, in vegas yeah this is this was where it was this okay. was when it first opened like we took a trip out there as a family and oh wow oh, was, so this is a long time ago yeah it was okay. a long time ago it was from like hawaii it, you went to vegas it's a very common uh there's a is lot of really? you can get really cheap, cheap rates from hawaii straight to vegas seriously yes spoiler it's, uh, you can get cheap flights to vegas from anywhere yeah that's true uh but it's uh it's very popular you, there's a there's a very large hawaiian contingency that's like the one place hawaiian people go to vacation really yeah, i guess yeah. yeah like extremes right yeah 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 Kinda, you just go yeah. you know what i'm the, tired of here in hawaii the water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's replace <laughs> that love. with sand. We're good. Desert yeah. and depressing loss of money. But it's yeah. also a good way to see the entire country's people. All of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is but, true. But this is a thing. This is a thing that uh, I saw. It was like, you know, dinosaur guy walking and then like uh, kind of waving. And then I saw it wobble. And then kind of <laughs> take a few steps back and catch yourself on a bench. Uh-oh. And then just went and sat on the bench. And then... <laughs> Did the look up and notice there was a bunch of people just <laughs> staring at the the and then it just went like oh, it fanned oh, itself. Oh. Of course, that's for everyone to know how how hot it is. <laughs> it, this is just only making it worse to fan yourself yeah. on the outside of a, a costume. That was <laughs> it was real sound. There was a point I was you, you did that laughing stock show at Disney, right? I. I me and Frank Maciel of, of I would have boned, boned out story out, fame. Yeah. He and I wrote some sketches uh, in, for Frontierland that I believe are still being performed Probably in, in wow. some form. Did you get the residuals? Oh, on that? residuals. oh yeah, the residuals oh, yeah. Oh, are huge. I'm making that sweet variety money. <laughs> Agva, <laughs> American Guild of Variety Artists. I never paid those. <laughs> that is a real union. Never that, paid that, them a dime. And they, 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 they didn't have a computer when I was when I was working there. Martha Ray was the president. No shit. I don't think they had a computer. <laughs> and they had a specific no strike clause in the union where it's like, a, what's a, the point <laughs> we will not strike but we're gonna shake a mean fist <laughs> what what work qualifies under his variety uh theme park performers so universal disney and then literally i think it was a holdover from the vaudeville days wow <laughs> yeah and nothing in between did you guys like, ever work at a uh, knott's berry farm no, no but i was raised on knott's berry farm Me and too, had memorized that stunt show and it was a dream of mine to be in that stunt show <laughs> i never never made it give me a line from the show okay uh oh, now sir i'm gonna punch you in the stomach hold on i just had a taco <laughs> yeah. I, can by, I can by, see how that no, shaped by Tito's really taco can. stand located near the <laughs> uh, so I was doing this this laughing stock show and sometimes if it was raining or you missed like someone called in sick you would just do these character atmosphere sets where you, you're that dressed as a cowboy and you just talk to people our first set early in the day we're dressed as a cowboy sitting on the porch of the, the golden, golden nugget. nugget saloon and uh, someone comes up. We have a brief conversation. And I said, well, have a nice day. And he goes, well, I'd love to. But three years ago to this day, my wife and 
daughter died in a drunk driving accident, and here I am to commemorate it. Great. Have a nice day. What and the fuck? Walked on, and we felt like we'd been visited by some creepy ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Did I mention? I died too. <laughs> I was in that car. The shape of the people that come... We, Regulars at we, Disney are. We, we did these sketches that we wrote because the, we, we first got the job, me, Frank Maciel, and who the hell was it? Um, Ken Parks, right? No, I think it was before him, maybe. Fred was, Belvert? No. Anyway. Jimmy uh, Durante? No. <laughs> John Eaton, Joe Jokobite. Oh. Uh, so anyway, we, we, we... Let's figure it out before yeah. you continue on. It's, like, it's it's get, get, where's my phone? I'll get the numbers. Uh, <laughs> when when they were getting rid of the uh, Main Street electric, Electrical Light Parade, uh, there was like... The, the grand send-off for that. So the, the people were coming to see the final days of that parade, and they would line up on the parade route for like six hours before it, like 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 really long to get main territory for the thing. So they needed lots of entertainment to come out there. So they hired uh, they had an improv audition. So we would go do improv wow. out on the parade route, and that was actually quite fun because you just kind of like you're just barking up. You're not barking up a crowd. They're there. We would just kind of rope off a little area and we'd do some bad like short form stuff, and it was it was good. And then when the parade went away. They said, there's nothing going on in Frontierland. Would you write these sketches? So we, <clears throat> up at Frank's apartment in Los Feliz, we wrote these three little 15-minute sketches. And <clears throat> it was three guys, and one of them was the ugly uh, the ugly daughter of the mayor of, of – there's a mayor of Frontierland, the sheriff of Frontierland, and, and, and the mayor's ugly daughter played by one of – because the group was all guys. Clem wow. and Sally May. Clem and Sally May and the mayor. And so we would rotate the characters. So for a lot of the time that I worked at Disneyland, I was in, dra- I was in drag. <laughs> and also the only – A car- lot of the time he didn't work at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told. But it was a uh, it was a great job, yeah. And th- then when it would rain, because we couldn't wear our little mics, you know, our little you know, those ni- nice kind of fiber opticy little, little you know, not, maybe not whatever you call those little guys. Yeah, those, those fancy headset l- microphones. They, yeah, but the little skinny lav ones that go up in your wig. Oh, the Madonna like mic. Yeah, <laughs> not, no, not the big blonde ambition one, but the little little yeah, guys. The TED Talk mics. Yeah, they're meant to like not be seen. Yeah. but they're right. Hold on, that's guys. I weird... want to figure out what kind of mic this was. <laughs> well, listen, they're flesh color, but at the same time, you see them, and it just looks like you have some kind of weird DNA problem. <laughs> Yeah, what's that vein? Hey, that pussy vein. Oh, that, that, skin, that guy's skin tag really amplifies so, his voice. <laughs> there are these these mostly ladies. There's some men too, but mostly it's it's and not to be mean. It's a kind of a, a big cadre of heavy set gals that, that that love the parades and love the shows. That's there. true. Not all heavy set, but it doesn't hurt apparently. And uh, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, you know, your I, odds are better if you're heavy set. You spend be. that much time on Main Street. All there is to eat, eat there is ice cream and chocolate. Yeah. And like so it's, so yeah, it's man, you spend enough time on Main Street and uh, you learn a lot. Yeah, you do. That's what that Bob Seger song was about. Right? <laughs> yeah. Down on Main Street. Down yeah. on Main Street. So they would wear they would wear these pins. They would they'd make homemade buttons of all their favorite people. And there was, there was the dinosaur lady. That's why I bring this up from a million years ago. She loved the dinosaurs in one of the parades. What, what parade, parade would that have been? Uh, no, no, not dinosaurs. Rhinoceros from maybe like uh, the Lion King parade or something like that. And there was these rhino people. And so there was, there was the rhino ladies, and they had pictures of all of the different rhino costumes, but also of all the kids that were inside the costumes out of their costume. Really? Wow. And so they all knew who was in, who was working what day and oh. would come, and they would all be like, so if Barry and Tony were doing the, the two rhinos or whatever, they would like have all their their badges, I mean, covered head to toe and these buttons that they'd made it was the equivalent of flashing your tits at a Motley Crue concert by putting <laughs> pins on their shirt yeah, yeah. but after working there only a short time one of these ladies runs up to me and they would come to our show every day and they knew the sketches by heart and then they, she came up to me and she had just switched over and now she was a Sally Mae 
<laughs> pictures of me to drag. Oh my uh, god! You, yeah, how no. was how how was that? <laughs> did she did she try to extend it past the park or did she no, respect I, I, the park? They're, and... they're, they're, they're fetish. These people have this incredible love affair with. I love Disneyland. I loved working there. I love. I'll go there tomorrow with all you guys. I'll go there the next day. I really enjoy Disneyland. Let's I really do. I happens. really love Disneyland. I had uh, done the show there, an improv show, which was a lot based on Who's Line, by the way, yeah. in the California Adventure Park. And there was an older woman who came with her 40-year-old son who at the time wore cataract glasses, you know, those big sunglasses. Mm-hmm. She was probably in her 70s, and they would come every single day, six shows a day, and watch this improv show. And her name was Gloria. She'd always be in a denim dress. I don't know how else to say it. And... Uh, <laughs> I think you just come out and say it. <laughs> she somehow found my email online and started emailing me. Somehow. I don't know how. And then uh, I was doing the show where we, you know, we were with different performers, and, and there was a point where I was doing it with you know Gail Brennan. And, yeah. And you'd play like Disney characters in the show, and you'd kind of like, oh, Aladdin loves Pocahontas, whatever. It was an improv mm-hmm. show. And she would get jealous and upset and then email me later and then start emailing me riddles and things like that. And then so Ooh. at one point, oh I, I, she came yeah, well, Riddles, because that's, that's crossing up. <laughs> yeah. now, now we're in the movie seven. Yeah, yeah I know. It's like it's, and if you don't answer it, scroll down. And it's just like a picture of her and your cat. <laughs> <laughs> she came up house. after a show and, and she said, uh, oh, she emailed me saying, I don't like seeing you kiss Gail on stage. Mm. And I and saying so, the, the woman's name, not yes, the character name. Yes, she knew all her names, and so she came up after, and I said, you know, I don't know what you mean by that, but it's making me a little uncomfortable. And she goes, well, I guess I'm crazy. And she reached down into her purse, and I thought, pulled I, out a I, dead hawk. I braced myself to to like have to tackle an old woman, <laughs> and uh, she just kept her hand in there, and nothing happened. But uh, <gasps> she kept stressed. That's ball. even weirder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's ball. where it's in the bag. Oh no, yeah, that's, she's, she's got a sewing needle in there that she's just jabbing into her hand. <laughs> <laughs> for being bad. Oh, oh. I guess I'm crazy. <laughs> but she would send me co- like code breaking things where she would send me numerical things that stood for letters. And then, stupid me, I would Was sit there for like the five hours actor? trying to, to well, yeah, them. Yeah. You can't just fucking. Because it's a survival <laughs> instinct, right? Yeah. It's like, I blew your pilot light yeah. out. Nah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break with a song from this band, Potty Mouth. Uh, they're from Massachusetts. Sean O'Connor hipped me to them. This is the single Damage. Wait a minute. I don't have a Massachusetts drop. I'm sorry. You should make one with your mouth. This is, this is a band from Ma- Massachusetts. What's that song from Departed? Can you do that one? I don't like you guys' tone. <laughs> Neil, just play along. Don't like stonewall everything. I didn't. I so this band's from Massachusetts. I don't know any songs about Massachusetts. Oh, Talk the car in Harvard Yard. Yeah. All right, you know what? I would have rather just nothing. I would have yeah, rather yeah. him say just I, the worst no, thing I ever. I heard what I said. I'm kind of with you there. Did you? Whitey you Bulger. The only thing I feel bad about is the podcast audience misses this death stares that go on between us during sh- times like this. I've just given up. I'm in. Press play. Why isn't it playing? What da, kind da, of da, shit da, show? Da, da. I don't know. Uh, why don't you put your hands on that board there? Where's Cash? And, uh, the, Cash gets the really good microphone. Look at this guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he's, he's got a producer. What well, you guys can't see is that he has Howard Stern's microphone on him. He's got one of those sure NPR mics. Huh? It's not uh, coming through. I'm talking on a just a uh, sort of punk stage mic here. 
She had her own show. Just so Neil, what kind of uh, things do you I'll have do on that? Microphones, know, cash wines. Cash we, we lost the original iPad. Those are the two the things drops. that is oh, all yeah, about opinions. The facts only get you five percent of the way, and the rest is a bunch really of bullshit egoists. All right, I gotta, I gotta get you new drops. Look, I'm not interested. I want to ask you a few questions. I hope so. Yeah. Got a Charles Mingus interview on this fucking sound. That's amazing.
was me. Potty Mouth. They're from Massachusetts. Yowzers. I beg to differ. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. I think it was I actually me and Steve and the Reach Arounds. Yeah, yeah. It was Table Corner Bill and the old guys. I thought. I think uh, uh, Clint Howard was in his his role in the uh, as the jazz college DJ out of a house in the movie That Thing You Do was one of the best portrayals of just weird uh, DJ guys like all right yeah <laughs> solid like just like there's you know I, I that it's, and it's done a bunch of times in a lot of different movies oh, that's not bad Clint Howard <laughs> that's true and Robert Wool from Good Morning Vietnam the Stan, Stan the man Levitan right I could be wrong about that I could be I, I could be crossing some yeah. streams that's right what I now. love that's what I love about uh, uh, the local station 100.3 the sound you guys listening to that station once in a while it's 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 great it's great because it's just that it's that it's not the oldies station it's it's more eclectic but it's plays some stuff that can be considered oldies a lot of classic rock but a lot of deep cuts a lot of b-sides and stuff like that and they also just like they'll have on thursdays they'll just play one side of a record oh like oh, little, little, oh so you're talking about album oriented rock oh they, they call it album, album rock album alternative uh, adult Contemporary. I don't know, album. but whatever I just said, I went into that speech is, impediment that that is Mike, Sack- that. is Mike Sackler-Reedy still on the air? Oh, Mike Sackler-Reedy. You know this guy from the coast? Is it the coast? Yeah, and his son came to comedy sports camp. <laughs> Adam Sackler-Reedy. I'm, I'm Mike Sackler-Reedy, and you're listening to the sound. The coast. The coast. I, have, <laughs> I have the least Greek name, but the most Greek name. <laughs> I'm not going to go. Uh, it's it's uh, it's 72 degrees downtown. It's 73 in Glendale. It's it's 69 down at the beach, and it's no no no. no and it's 74 it's, in it's, my heart. It, it, but it, but it, and it's and it's 69 degrees on the coast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Heartlines is based. Uh, Heartlines is it? from Super Ego. No, <laughs> uh, I don't know how. Like it's like, the only time I listen to well, the coast is uh, 103.1. I yeah, um, and uh, it's, I, I put it on the dial when it's the holidays because I like really shitty Christmas music. And oh uh, yeah, uh, there's no there's no bad. Well, there, no, that's true. There, there is bad Christmas music. Yeah, yeah there's tons. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually a fan. Paul can't stand this about me. I love uh, simply having a. No, see, I, I knew you were going to say that. One, yeah. we are on Harmontown. Dan, Dan Harmon and I uh, took a bullet to the back of that song's head. The, like, this, the, the whole time, that song is un. Fucking supportable. I think it's great. Oh, to be well, fair, yeah, I hate it because my brothers made me dance to it when it would play at Christmas <laughs> There's time. There's a couple <laughs> covers of that song that make it even worse. I don't like oh. that song. Um, also, I don't like I, I don't like when there's giddy up jingle horse. I don't like the jingle. Yeah, you horse really thing. have a deal with that. Um, like we, some people have daddy issues, you have jingle horse issues. I was I was I was jingled by a horse. One time. I see. Um, when we were no. and I in college, remember you this? Were we were hanging out with Mark Bomarito and Eric Wood, and we would listen to this. There was a, a radio station in L.A. was changing formats, I think, and so they went to uh, to smooth, uh, like easy listening kind of smooth, like smooth rock kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, was it the station that those guys, the Lone Rangers, held hostage? <laughs> what? Was that an Airheads reference? Oh, I did haven't seen that. Sorry, reference I didn't get. Um, No shit. uh, (laughs) So there was this the DJ when they would when they would throw the commercial, they kept saying this, and we we couldn't figure out if they meant it or not. Um, But we felt like they didn't know that they were saying this. They go, 
we'll be right back with more soft tits. And then they finish like, who doesn't love soft tits? We're coming back with the best soft tits. Sweet, soft tits. Are they unaware or they know what they're getting They're just shitting themselves laughing. And then one day, something the memo went around the office and it was, easy classics. You got to think harder for that. There is something that we need to address. Last episode of Jonah Radio, Neil had who was drinking his normal drinks. Yeah. Neil was drinking his normal drinks, whiskey rye. Oh yeah. And then uh, was getting uh, had to had a cutoff time because of a uh, doctor's appointment. The next doctor's morning. appointment. The <laughs> Did next you morning. have a physical or something that you? Yeah. Had? Yeah, oh. So he drank up until twelve hours before. Uh huh. You know, so he had a ten thirty a.m. doctor's appointment. Ten thirty a.m. was when he took a he, yeah. he pounded a pass blue ribbon. Was it? I don't remember. And Neil turned into a different person. Yeah. Was it, it was amazing. One no, beer. No, he'd been drinking whiskey. Oh. But he just doesn't normally drink beer. Oh. The beer threw you off. What did it do to you? Turbocharged. Yeah. Turbocharged. <laughs> I got to. I got to start listening to this podcast. <laughs> I started tearing apart. This podcast is always about to fall okay, apart. Well, in my defense, about a minute or so after that, in my recollection, Cash pulled an egg salad sandwich out of his bag. Oh <laughs> no! You do that right now because if you could, I would, I would put it roughly. I don't. I don't. I don't bring Not egg salad here. sandwiches anymore after oh, what that I went through. That sounds so good. I've got five hundred dollars in my pocket. If anyone has an egg salad sandwich and a bobby pin, <laughs> Monty Hall. <laughs> yeah, Monty Hall. Oh, I got references too, you guys. So, uh, I don't know. I got punchy. I got a little full of myself, and I promised. Every listener who made it through the podcast. All right, real quick, just for you guys, your oh. guys' sake, or uh, people just tuning in uh, to this podcast. I don't know why you skipped this much forward, but uh, <laughs> people just tuning in to this podcast. Uh, Neil had made a bunch of shirts based off of a saying that he loves called "Nailed It." I've seen it. Yes, yes. "Nailed It" shirts. "Nailed It." The Instagrams. So yeah. when you nail it, and nailed it, and so <laughs> Neil made a bunch of these shirts. I think that's a fair shirt about, to make. Sold about <laughs> seven or eight of them. I've sold five. <laughs> You know what? Make it six. <laughs> I can't take. How much are they going for? <laughs> well, how much? It's been a while since I sold one. I don't remember. Well, what, what's what's retail? Are they those what's, nice soft ones? Those really nice soft ones? I got them in the car. You can feel them. <laughs> what's retail for one? Because of I, I think it was like twenty. 20 I think it was twenty. Oh, fuck that! Yeah, I can't do that. But it was limited edition. <laughs> Specifically for our San Francisco live show, I had a San Francisco artist design them. They're good shirts, regardless. What color are they? Harvey Black, Milk yellow. designed them. Okay. <laughs> Harvey Milk designed them. Is that them. right? It's That's true. Weird. Daniel, uh, come back from the dead design a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I just want to apologize to everyone because I promised you all free shirts if you would tweet at me. And I can't afford it, and I don't have enough shirts. <laughs> Neil, this is also what happened. Neil got drunk and then also say, starts talking shit on the actual podcast, saying, this episode sucks. <laughs> if you've made it this far, I fucking congratulate you. In fact, if you've made it this far, tweet at me. I will send you a free T-shirt <laughs> yeah. to anyone who says, I did, with a thumbs up emoji. How many people tweeted you? Hundreds. How, <laughs> many, how many followers do you have? I have like four thousand, but uh, I mean, are, yeah. So hundreds of people came at you, and, you, and, and you're gonna break. You're gonna break your solemn. I oath. made a huge <laughs> list. You made these people of promise, everyone. Neil. I've disqualified anyone who didn't follow the strict instructions to say I did. Thumbs up emoji. I'm not 
You, George dis- Bush, read lip, my lips, taxes. <laughs> I will not discriminate against people who wrote thumbs up in parentheses because not everyone has an intelligent phone. Um, <laughs> but I'll pick one of the people. And I'll one the of the people. Wow. How many shirts but, do you, know, you have When left? you said you wanted For to now, address this, I thought you were going to do it with some fervor or some kind no, of... No, I uh, made a plan. If you like, want Neil's free change. t-shirt, just tweet at him with a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what, we, what we will do is we'll give one Just tweet at him with a class ass lawsuit. That's what we should yeah. do is we the should most racist, like, uh, The most racist tweet gets a free t-shirt. That's great. No. Just, here's the thing. If you want a free... If you want a free Neil that shirt, hey, no, you can't give it. away my shirt. All right, if you want a free Jonah Radio T-shirt, uh, look for tweet, them in a bag a on tweet, a corner in San it, Francisco. Like, do a retweet <laughs> to make it look like at Neil Mahoney tweeted the most insanely racist thing. <laughs> so tweet RT at Neil Mahoney, and then the most oh, racist thing you can think of, I will personally send you a shirt. That's an abuse of Twitter. Twitter power. So it yeah. is, and it's great. How many so shirts do you have? Your clout score is going to go up. Oh, I think, uh, I like... think about your tumblarity. I don't, I don't have a tumbler. I, it's not even a thing. Okay. Um, I don't think that that's a good idea. Neil, you're really stonewalling this whole bit. You yeah. can have fun and react. To, hey, they're having fun. Look at Gorley. He's half asleep. All right, if you Photoshop pictures of Jonah with eight zillion cocks in his mouth. (laughs) Like it hasn't already been done, you piece of shit. In real world. Um, We will count the cocks, too. I don't know, but I'll give one away one per episode. How about that? Ooh, one per episode. From now on. And then we'll, How often we'll do you like, guys do this? We'll like Little Orphan uh, Annie. Like once a week? Once a week. We're like at the end, we'll like do a code and then like the first person to get through the episode. The first uh, but then you're But then people are just going to pick it up, fast forward through, get the free Oh, and... way to teach everyone how to cheat. Hold on a second. Gilgis. Neil, I think I have a solution for you. Oh. Did you hey, say... Hey, here. <laughs> Yowzas, my friends. <laughs> Did you say you would give them a full T-shirt? Because you could oh, cut just... up oh. parts Part of, of your T-shirt. That oh. would save on shipping, too. Yeah, well, that was the thing that broke it. Because like, it costs like $8 to ship a T-shirt. Not if you put it in an envelope. Wait, where where are you shipping it to? Well, I got nervous when Abu I was Dhabi? sending them out because I don't want people claiming that they didn't get the shirt, so I like get return receipt. <laughs> Neil, you also didn't promise okay, you'd not, ship it to them. I'm not, I'm not they can come pick it up. I overstep. I overreach. Here's what you get: you get one of those vinyl bag mailers. <laughs> okay, like twenty cents. You got a two dollar and eighty five regular rate mail thing. Let's get into this. <laughs> what if you send one person a box crazy? with all of the T-shirts, and it's their responsibility to send the rest out? Yeah, if you want to ship all these T-shirts, two hopper pockets. I also like. Uh, no one sent their address. This should be a radio. You were like, you t- you texted me a few times in the past week. It's like I can't wait to address this on the podcast. I thought you had something really exciting. No, in I didn't store. say I can't wait. I can always wait. <laughs> I just said that you, I was just you, trying to keep busy. Can I tell so you something? I made a list I, of everyone who replied. Weirdly enough, used to have a t-shirt business where I would send things via mail. Shakespeare illustrations on t-shirts. Nice. And I'm telling you, two dollars and eighty-five cents in a vinyl mailer gets you what then, you need. I'm already in the hole in these shirts. Now let me help you out, <laughs> brother. <laughs> brother, spent, come with me. I spent three hundred and fifty dollars making these goddamn. Get shirts. close to me. <laughs> Guys, go that's for what it. he paid for those boots, guys. Forehead that's, to forehead. I could have had two I, pairs of these boots. I, I feel like just this conversation has has created such 
uh, such demand for this product. Now, I think we've generated a huge fervor. Yeah, yeah. You, know, Listen, you get you get one. I lied and said that there was only thirty-seven, but I made Listen. The whole thing's a scam. This is manufacturing consent and bullshit. Forehead yes, to forehead. Very much so. Mouths two inches apart. <laughs> we can get through this. Thank you. Wow. I don't know. I think the I smell a Ponzi scheme. I think by the end of this podcast, we're all going to have t-shirts we got to sell. We're up. I, I, uh... We did meet that guy, Dan Byerly. Who's Austin. that asshole? Yeah, that guy was good. He's Dan Byerly? Byerly, that's his name. Why? Is he a stockbroker? Or voter. That's a good. He's, good, he's a good dude. We uh, yeah, Neil we came to uh, South by Southwest. Yeah, uh, and we play these Twitter games sometimes on the show, and he always has good offerings. And then we met him in the person. He saw us and recognized us, and I gave him a shirt. Mm. He's got a good name. Damn so don't tweet early. at us. Meet us places. Yeah, if you yeah. see yeah. me in public, I will give you a shirt. Don't tweet if us. My car. Meet us. Yeah, don't tweet him. Just, just, just stalk. Yeah. Yes. And if you say Fine. I did and then thumbs up emoji with your hand. Yes. Somehow make your hand digital. <laughs> your hand it is digital. It is digital. Oh. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. This is Anthem by this King is, Top. This is Scrape Neck and the Real Guys. <laughs>
Uh, uh, no, the uh, the artwork is done by our dear friend Dana Lechtenberg. Uh, who, he got a shirt. He uh, <laughs> he did get a shirt. <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's great. He's uh, he's a great graphic designer out of Iowa, and um, he uh, he does all the artwork for every episode. Every of John single Radio. one. He does a different every single stuff. one. He does a different it's one. Great. Yeah, he's great. He's got a, yeah. He's he's got the like the ability to just kind of mimic styles really well. His own style is pretty rad as well. And uh, he also has uh, done the designs for the two shirts you can buy right now. Bluecollardistro.com, yeah, which is other, a Jonah Ra- two Jonah Radio yeah, shirts. Shirt, one yeah. it looks like the. Uh, the Lightning Bolt um, Bad Brains artwork, which is a great, beautiful-looking shirt. And then the other one is a Dinosaur Jr. shirt with the duck egg thing that he was convinced was going to sell more than the Bad Brains one. And I swear to God, I will fucking shove it in his face that no one wants that <laughs> obscure Dinosaur Jr. shirt. Yeah. People have bought, and I totally thank him for doing all the free work he does for the podcast. But go to bluecollardistro.com blue <laughs> right now. To get that fucking shirt deal. Is that where you can also get the Neil Ditt shirts? No, you can't. No, you gotta, you gotta talk I run to my own shop, as uh, I previously mentioned. <laughs> it, it's brick poorly. and mortar, and I am struggling. Yeah. <laughs> it's cash only, and it's cash out of his... PayPal deal, straight I, to me. I, I unwisely, you'll get. Yeah. I went down to Rodeo Drive, and I, I leased a place for uh, five years, and I thought... If I just yeah. do kneeled it shirts, this will this will hold. This'll catch on. And this was such a. Dis- I, I don't know what I'll do. So Foot traffic. I can't even afford to lose my shirt. Nailed it. I I get a shirt for that at least. <laughs> I will wear a kneeled it shirt. Come on down by the. I'm not, gonna, I'm not. I'm not going to take the shirts away from the people that you promised them to. Yeah, Give, like you have to. I go got three triple XL shirts. You guys got hot brands. You got hot Instagrams. You fucking Instagram you in that shirt. I'll you do it. Go crazy for it. You put my supple ass chest in that thing, and I will supple ass chest. You wear. You put my supple ass chest in a triple XL with one of those it, little belts. When you see it, you know what he means. I will wear it like a Luke Skywalker tunic. <laughs> supple ass chest. Oh, and my supple chest ass. Uh, <laughs> here's here's the thing. Sometimes I like to go into the deep re- recesses of the new releases on uh, deep on what's recesses. coming out and um, the dark recesses of the internet. I don't know, but it was so sonorous I had to repeat it. Sonorous. Now, deep recesses of the new releases. Uh, hashtag selfie is a song by Selfie. The artist. Oh, I'm already. Lord. This is already From, dubious. Uh, let me take another selfie. That's a real. That's three selfies. Poor job at SEO, search engine optimization. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all it's for, right? No, but it's gonna get buried. When Jace was at the table, I kept yeah, you're right. Look at me when he was with oh, that is this a new Aqua? Oh, it's good. Good rest. Yeah, we're on mic. Oh, so now we're now we're mystery science so, theater in this show. Yes, yeah. we're totally yeah. riffing the song. How did that girl even get in here? Did you see her? Wait for the drop. This is just Moon Zappa all over. <laughs> I actually think it's kind of it's got some uh, uh, Julie Brown, yeah, wow. uh, elements uh-huh. to yeah. it. And now, Moon Zappa. I, I am not knowledgeable of the current music scene. Kind of never have been. My musical taste is always old and antiquated and bizarre. And, uh, and he's and, strictly into Gregorian chant. Yeah, <laughs> well, like when they did like the Nirvana <laughs> covers yeah. and they had the covers <laughs> album. If it's not a madrigal, uh, I'm not listening. Oh, God. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I went to see my friends, uh, friends, uh, my girlfriend's friends, um, in a band called um, Nirvana. Uh, God, what's it called? Something Desire. Shit, fuck! It's a, it's a Nara George and uh, and 
Alex, what's her name from the from like the Living Sisters and stuff like that? And they do a uh, Total Desire with the it's, it's Desire with a Z something. Alex and it, Van Halen. And it was really none of these things <laughs> sound like real things. Yeah, was, <laughs> I, I recognize it in our George. Yeah, it's a uh, what I I I got I bought their shirt. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I, I saw them play at the Hyperion Tavern, and they they, they 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 didn't say who they were, and it was this really weird kind on of purpose. Yeah, it was really really good. And their, their next show, we're called Figure they're gonna Us play Out, at Cheetah Strip Club. <laughs> oh, Cheetahs! Oh, yeah. I, oh, I saw Harmar. Oh, yeah. 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 Harmar. Amanda's going with Kate to see that, like Girls' Night Out, right? Why does the DJ want to keep on playing Summertime Sadness? After we go to the bathroom, come on, drop the brakes. Come on, Wait for it. Let me take a selfie. Let me build a TV. Oh my god! See, that's, that's a missed band. opportunity. That's a missed opportunity. What if like, your band that does this? Zero <laughs> Desire is the name of the band. Oh, let check me build out. a TP. Oh, let me go in a canoe. <laughs> let me take a selfie. That's what it should be doing. There, there you go. I think let I'm in the shower. Go, uh... <laughs> Topical reference. I, I got a girl. On. <laughs> I look at a wall now. <laughs> Yeah, this sounds like me trying to get through a crowd to get to a door to go to somewhere else. This sounds like me trying to get through a crowd to get to a door to get out of somewhere. This sounds like a bed music you find for free while you're trying to find music for a sketch that you made. I only got 10 likes in the last five minutes. Yeah, I got the Julie Brown. I don't know. Were they really hoping that something would come of that? I think. I think. I wonder sometimes. Are we allowed, can... to, are we allowed to take poops on people's heads on the show? <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Head poop. <laughs> wow, you really went out poop. on a limb there, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Peter, can, I, can I just be honest? Can I be honest real quick? Yeah. Not my thing. On the Harmontown <laughs> podcast, we talk. We we praise a lot of things that we love. We nerd out and stuff that we enjoy. Also, occasionally, we talk trash about things that we do not like and are disappointed by. And I made the the mistake that I will not repeat of going on like a subreddit Reddit C forum and uh, it's just like you 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 say you don't like gravity and everyone just fucking just loses oh, their fucking tell me about mind. It. I said yeah. I didn't like Brosnan's Bond movies and I got a dick storm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they sent you Dick Storm on DVD? That was just, uh, the, the, <laughs> it's Brosnan's Brosnan? best movie, yeah. ironically. <laughs> hey, you guys still Sparch. using that? Uh, you guys still using that theme song I made for you? Yeah, Matt and Matt. I heard Matt and Matt. Here's the, here's the, here's the thing I don't like about Matt Myra. He <laughs> like on on the uh, you just you're fucking filling the blank. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's is, that's gonna be a drop next time. This, this is, is what I don't like about Matt Myra. This is what he did. It's like uh, I had, I had made that theme song. That fucking I cleverly on the spot made up a it was, theme it song. It was a coup. Uh, and then um. Uh, on the on the Nerdist podcast, Chris is like, "Do you guys have a theme song?" And then Matt started singing my theme song, "Nary a mention of the." Were one. you on at the same time? I was, and he didn't. Did you speak didn't, up? He did nothing. Did, did he just stare up? at you? I'm not one to do that. You should have. And yeah, if I, I were there, I would have defended you. He didn't even <laughs> credit you. No, as half of that podcast, no. I apologize. Hey, and I and I disown. <laughs> Thank you wow. so much. Yeah. I can't wait for the day when you've run out of Bond movies so you can stop doing that. I That'll never either. happen. <laughs> you, don't like it, you don't like the show? No, no, I was on it. I had a, I had a great time. I'm not the biggest. Uh, he Bond was from guy. Russia with Love. You're going to be a uh, man with a golden gun. Yeah? Oh, I that's a great one. That's Christopher Lee? One. I'm a Roger Moore guy. Yeah, See, same, I have to go back same. and rewatch that. 
I'm I'm sad. Have you already done the Afet Koto one? Yeah, live and let die. Well, but you got um, Teeny Man in yours. Uh, Wait, yeah, Herve Villachez. Yep, Christopher Lee, Herve Villachez, Britt Eklund, Maude Adams. Are you a Bond person? Forget about it. I like him. I I, I remember I thought I liked James Bond, and then um, I was tasked when I worked at G4 with making interstitials for, because they were showing all the Bond movies, and then I realized, oh, these are actually terrible. (gasps) They're not good. But I do like so, I like Roger Moore more than Sean Connery, frankly. You know it's a doozy. I like Roger Moore. A lot. I mean, we're not we, we're just doing your show now. But uh, one that tickles me and it was on somewhere not too long ago is Octopussy because that one's hilarious. <laughs> I will go to town for Octopussy. I love. That <laughs> I'll movie. go to town. You know why? Because fucking Octopussy. I'd be like a sand is, octa sand crab on that shit. Yeah. Is that the one where he's dressed up like a clown? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, I will that's dick the... into a warm melon for Octopussy. <laughs> That's got Louis Jordan they, they, and they, like, they play high stakes to backgammon in it, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> backgammon? Nobody plays high stakes Watch it again. You will find it's yourself involved. Mr. Bond, I'm feeling lucky. What do you say we double it? Also, Louis Jordan has okay. the driest mouth and will let you hear <laughs> that just, oh... Oh, Jesus. Every have you seen, scene oh, is a good? lip smack. Have you seen have you, like NFL mics with a huge cut? Yes, yes. There's <laughs> a great interview with him online where he t- like he's interviewed with, like on oh, a couch. Who has not seen that? And he, he talks about uh, being uh, loyal to his wife because he's big, you know, he's like a French, you know, That I think man. is the most hits on a YouTube video <laughs> ever. Is Louis Jordan yeah. talking about his wife. <laughs> yeah, but he... But he, he yeah, he is doing that, but uh, but I uh, fucking loved but Louis. It's also the way he's his Columbo. Have you seen his Columbo? Octopussy, oh, fucking good. Octopussy. <laughs> was that was that the one where they play the weird giant video? No, game? that's never seen ever again. Never say never with the Klaus Marie, which Brandon, is a yeah. Warner Brothers production, which wasn't oh, yeah. part of yeah. the actual Bond canon. Yeah, which is why uh, Warner Brothers can now do sequels to nope. that Bond. Not they said Bond. nope. Not they anymore. No? It's no? all closed up. The broccoli oh. said no. Broccoli's got the broccoli it all. Said no. Now. They got it all. They got Spectre back. They got Blofeld back. Is in the house. <laughs> Everything is come home to roost. I gotta go. Yeah, you sound real <laughs> bored by your own <laughs> shit. That yeah, into. it's not you. It's me. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna blow up Reddit right now and say I didn't like Skyfall. You know what? Sky and if anyone knew who I was, that would mean something. I've got, I've got mixed feelings about Skyfall myself. I didn't overrated. Like it. I watched it twice, and yeah. I don't know what that movie was about, or yeah. what was happening, or what, it's when a, it would I'll ever. I'll tell end. you what: it's a movie that suffers from great characters, and it's beautiful to look at. But the plot is for dicks and shit. It could so. have been a Mission Impossible. It yeah. could have been a Bourne. Supreme identity. Under, under um, it's got wonderful acting. It's got it's got a neat thing where a guy's face deflates, t- kinda, and then it's uh could have been Jack Reacher. My Jack Reacher. Right. My favorite part of that movie is when they're headed to Bond's old house, and it just like cuts to Bond out of the car, just staring off into the distance, and like M gets out of the car, and I'm like. Did Bond just like pull over, get out of the car, and like walk yeah, away? And M's like, "What the pee. fuck is going on out here, Bond? What are, what are you looking, looking at? at? What are you looking at?" But let's be careful to not insult it too much. I don't think I've ever loved anything as much as you love James Bond. 
and, 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 and I, I weep I, I'm for saying you. that that's a you that, sound sad. That's, that's that. a flaw in my own. My, I I have I agree intimacy issues. I guess yeah. because you have a deep deep boner uh, for. I do, but it's a flaw. Is it love. a franchise thing? You wish you could love a franchise that much, or anything, or a woman? Um, he said never, anything. Never had a woman. <laughs> I uh, I've never had. I guess I like certain things, but like I mean, I I I don't, I don't love them to the extent that I've I've become like. Is it obsessed? It's um, an obsession, right? I don't think it is because I. Yeah. I just I don't know, Matt. I think you're better than that. <laughs> I think you're better than to be a guy that's really into James Bond. No offense. <laughs> the fact that your shirt is covered in homemade buttons with Daniel Craig on him right now is. Yeah, that's the weird part. Honest to God, that's just coincidence. And you know, here's the craziest part that none of us mentioned it until now. <laughs> well, you gotta save something for later. I'll tell you what, my wife and girlfriend. Uh, Both of them. Yep. <laughs> She does it. She has a homemade button fashioning industry, and I just put them on, and I don't even look. The be, whole industry is in your house. Does she have a shop down right. on Rodeo Drive? Yeah. Would she be interested in putting on needle buttons? Yes, she's been asking me. <laughs> yes. Ooh. And if you've made it this far in the podcast, just say I did. Thumbs down emoji. You get a free needle button. Button. And you are as likely to get that as you are. <laughs> t-shirt. You'll get a Neil deGrasse T-shirt. That's what I. That was. Because everyone's been running into that astronomy guy. I want to get him in one of my shirts. You should. Neil deGrasse Tyson? He once emailed me for my birthday. <gasps> what? My girlfriend emailed him and said, my boyfriend's birthday is coming up. And he sent me an email saying, happy birthday. This is how many miles you've gone around the sun in your years of life. I, we just, I got to, we had him on the Nerdist, so I got to hang out with him for an hour. Could have told uh, me I could have slipped you one of those shirts. I didn't know. <laughs> I just, uh, I was, I wanted to really kind of call him on his shits, like, you know, because he always talks about, you know, the discrepancy of sci-fi movies. And I want to know how many inconsistencies there were in Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been watching Cosmos? Yeah, I, you walked in on me. And well, because I will, I will I be. I resent it a bit because it's taken, it's like, it's, it's ruined my wife's uh, social life. <laughs> I got to say, he's not in it anywhere. I look for him. He's not anywhere. In Cosmos? Oh, oh, that's it. I was thinking Cosby. Cosby's not anywhere in <laughs> no. that show. That would be a great really show. Fucking burying the lead in that yeah, joke. Yeah, yes. uh, I know how I was going to get there at one point. <laughs> With the sun and the thing. <laughs> I saw Cosby perform at, in South by Titan. Yeah. I got to see Cosby. And I, I, was like, I was like, this is kind of insane. I was getting real emotional. I was also right next to like an empty bar, so I was able to just kind of keep on drinking as I was watching Cosby. It feels like a emotion. perfect storm. Yeah. yeah. And it, this, was, uh, this was like... Uh, got, some guy walked in. Some guy walked in and like... Uh, it, was this in this, it was at the Funnier Die house and it was, I was, we're watching Cosby in this backyard outdoors. There's you know maybe 200 people there and it's uh, on like the back porch of this bar and then uh, some guy walks in and goes, is he really taking it to the hipsters? <laughs> and I was like... Funny that you think this guy in his 80s is going to really know how to take it to the hipsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To really be, because like to, to, he Cosby, was wearing a Neil t shirt. Like, <laughs> like Led Zeppelin, those are hipsters to him. Yeah. Like those are, <laughs> how's he going to even fathom what people are doing now? <laughs> the Smothers Brothers. We're are hipsters. hipsters. <laughs> exactly. I met Tommy Smothers. That was fucking awesome. 
and he just told us stories. Like I, I was like, "Give me some Smothers Brothers stories," and he just sat down and just started telling awesome Smothers Brothers stories. I was, oh, I was, shit. I was in heaven. <laughs> he told the story that he, he, he and Dick uh, had bought were... one of them cut his hair and the other bought a watch. <laughs> <laughs> and someone always liked one of them better. I can't remember what they were doing a show at the Troubadour before their TV show, and like, and they, were, you know, they were, they were pretty popular, like comedians and stuff and they were turning around but they were like this is before they kind of broke huge and got their show and they're doing a big, big important gig at uh, the Troubadour and there's industry there and it's packed and they're, and they're doing their thing and they're kicking ass and there's these two British guys out in the crowd who are just dropping C-bombs you cut this oh, out you fucking story. cut and, uh, and, and the security's kind of giving and so this big fight breaks out and they want, they're kind of ruining the show and they're just yelling out just profanity and it's John Lennon and Harry Nilsson. Uh, yeah, they got, they got kicked out like almost every night. They, right? they were everywhere. That was the last weekend. Guys. And yeah, so they yeah. go outside. Uh, the security takes them outside, and the show's kind of now stopped because you know, the, the, everyone wa- goes out to see the, the, the fracas with a Beatle and Harry Nilsson. And they're getting into a scrape with the bouncers, and John either takes a whack or falls or whatever, but his little glasses fly off. And glasses. and Tom's wife just leans down and goes doink and tits. T- 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 we still have those glasses. Awesome, that's pretty incredible. Well, you know, earlier you were talking about um, the uh, that you you worked with Yul Brenner. Yes, which is pretty incredible. <laughs> which one are you talking to? That's a which me or, me or him? Did you? Oh no, I never did. Oh, then why did you think it was you? I don't know. Because he said it about Jeff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Oh, Sometimes no, I'm, I'm I think talking I, the one that actually did. Well, I feel like everybody's worked with Yule Brenner, so <laughs> it was a fair question. Okay. Paul uh, did. It was a viral hit. Yeah. He, he's Daddy Warbucks, right? <laughs> he had a, he had a, a, a Yule did shirt that never sold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want that. Oh. Yule did. Oh, God. Oh, oh, shit. Limited edition. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> wow, this is a very sloppy soundboard. What, 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 what am I winning? Is that the tote board going up? <laughs> oh. Wait for it. All right. Um, okay, I think uh, I have to do yeah, this one. Do We've that had too. a lot of fun. Nope. Nope. <laughs> 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 I like that you got that one in the chamber, though. Johnny yeah. Lee Green That's why it. I don't like no fucking secret agent on my American television <laughs> like that James Bond figure. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Can't wait to hear this thing. I'm, I'm not getting the benefit of really hearing these sound drops. Yeah, no one gets the benefit of them. <laughs> well, we've had a lot of fun, and I want to thank our guest, Matt Gorley. Hello. I want to thank Jeff Davis. Thank you. Uh, check out their podcast, as I'm sure you already do, which is Harmontown and Super Ego. Yeah. And uh, Andy Daly. Super Ego. Yeah. Pilot presentation podcast. And James Bonding. And that's James right. Bonding. Actually, you know what? And stalagmites today with Matt Gorley, where I go into a cave and just take a look around. You hear a lot on that one. Matt and I have a new Stalag what? Matt and I have a new podcast coming up called Finch Fucking. <laughs> where we go down to the Galapagos, we take a look at the different species, and then go, who cares? Let's just fuck them. <laughs> That sounds like a real good podcast. <laughs> it's not on iTunes. It's just on Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs>
podcast. Stitcher exclusive. It's on Bitcher. <laughs> That's right. You can find all of them. <laughs> all right. We want to thank also Paul Bonanno for coming Yay. in. Paul, hey, welcome here. Paul Bonanno's here. Yowzers, guys. <laughs> you can count on him for that. I can make you some yowzers. Could shirts. you make me a yowzer shirt? If anyone writes in to my Twitter account I don't look at, I will give them a yowzer shirt. remember, make it to look like Neil uh, tweeted horribly racist stuff. And uh, and I will send you Jonah Radio <laughs> shirts. Um, tell us you got it this far, and you can get a Neil shirt. Nope. All right, uh, Cash. What's going on? Uh, I, I'm just hanging out. I'll be around. You guys want to hang out? Let me know. I'm hanging down out down at uh, Los Feliz and uh, Edenhurst. Uh, just me in the corner doing it. Doing it. Was that your other radio show? Just doing me it, in the corners. Just doing a curb dance. <laughs> Each week he goes to Los Angeles, finds a corner. And podcasts. Yes, just cut podcasts from there. All right, so uh, we're going to leave with the song that Steve Malcolmus made on his first solo album, About You'll Brainer. And I, really? Yeah. It, I, I can't remember which baby. fucking... Uh, Sack lunch, man. Here, I'm going to have to... Look it up. Nope, that's not it. Is it this one? This is really a great way to end the show with a bang. West yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we'll really, cut it. really, really, yeah. I like, I like um, you guys keep it tight here. Two bangs and a whipper. That's us. <laughs> nope. Oh, here's the email. Shirt goofs. <laughs> no, Jason no, no. G, Pat Cartelli, Jeffrey Kunkel. Uh, now we're just reading our emails on the podcast? party. Yeah, no, yeah. This, yeah this these are all the people I owe shirts Just to. real t- <laughs> taper off. Uh, okay. All right. Are you going to close it or what? I've got it. I got it. We're good. Bye, all. All right. So this Thanks, is uh, JoJo's Jacket off the Steve Malcolmus and the Jicks first album. Turn it right. And in a funny way, the shaving of my uh, head has been a liberation from uh, a lot of uh, stupid vanities, really. Uh, It has simplified everything for me. It has opened a lot of doors, maybe. What you think I am I'm the king of Siam I've got a bald head My name is Joe Brenner And I am a famous movie star Perhaps you saw me in Westworld I acted like a robot cowboy And it was my best role I cannot deny I felt right inside That electronic You're such monumental slime Let the punishment fit the crime Thank you.
Now leaving Nerdist.com. 